Need, which is based in Bangalore in India. This mm -hmm. is a software development company from Information Technology and Services. And mm -hmm. uh, they would like to nominate. They've been in business for the last five years. Um, mm -hmm. They have active business with 60 employees. And mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, also clients from U.S. They're looking into expanding in the U.S., uh, and then they would want to, after your discussion, look into the L1A visas for one of the senior executives who also takes business decisions. Um, mm -hmm. That would this person be? Would this person qualify uh, as as a nominee to expand their business and set up a team in the US for this company? Yeah, so uh, so great, great question. So for him, since he's already on a, he needs to be on an executive capacity, managerial or executive capacity in India and working for the company for at least one year. So, um, so those are the two main requirements in terms of the, the person they will be sending here. Um, since this is gone, and I didn't mention that in the slide, but you know, I can mention it here. Since this is going to be a new office, they don't have a, yeah, they don't have an office here in the United States uh, as of right now. The initial L1 is given for one year. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So here's what, again, before COVID, before all this mess, again, this is impact of COVID. So, um, before we file the so the we file the petition the l1a petition starts from the united states we file with immigration services we do premium processing they hopefully approve within like three weeks mm -hmm. the second the, the petition is approved is pushed to the consulate um in this case in the u.s consulate in in india and right. then uh, the applicant can schedule an appointment, uh, you know, go for the interview. They will ask, obviously, about the, the business, what they're going to do, how they qualify, uh, you know, for this role and um, question. They will question the business plan. There will be questions from the business plan. So and then they will come to the United States. They have one year. So to start the business and somewhat develop the business. Since they already have clients in the United States, I think that will actually help them. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one year, if you cannot come to the United States, uh, you know, fast enough, obviously the clock is ticking. Right. So, and th there's no, we don't really have right now, you know, any sort of, um, from immigration providing assistance in terms of, well, if you cannot come, then we can recapture and all that. There is nothing like that right now. So what, what's happening is if the consulate is closed and if, you're not, if you cannot get a visa, the clock is ticking on that one year. So it has to be timed in a way that you can actually get the visa and get the national interest exception. Um, now, the good thing about the L1A new office is since they're coming here on a managerial capacity to open the office, to service your clients and to, you know, hire US employees, um, they can actually get the national interest exception. I just had one client out in Chile that it, it was the same situation where it's like, okay, I mean, my, my the clock is ticking, I cannot come, but he was able to get the exception because he's the CEO of the US company. He has to be here. Right. So. I think my answer like was too long, but <laughs> I just wanted to cover all that so that you know the the, the planning stage um, you know should be very well taught so that we right. don't miss that one year um, you know um, time frame. That's right. That's right. Okay. Thank you very much. And then there's another question to say 
would there be a minimum salary requirement for L1 visas if, if you know, the company is thinking? Uh, is that something that they look into while they're assessing uh, the, the L1 application in terms of what is the minute, what is the salary that the prospective applicants drawing in, in their home country in the, the present organization that they are into? Yeah, so that's also another great question. So there's no minimum requirement. Like we don't have, it's not like the H1B where you have prevailing wage and you have to pay, you know, $60,000 uh, minimum. However, <laughs> it has to be reasonable for that position. Now, if you're coming as a manager or, you know, a senior, senior executive, a salary of $30,000 will probably not look good. <laughs> right, absolutely, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we have, I mean, I have done for, you know, especially initially, um, you know, for, for small companies or, you know, actually startups, you know, 60,000, 70,000, it was okay. Um, but if it's something, as I said, like 30,000 or 25,000 or 10,000, it's not, it's not going to look good. And they, they might have an issue with that. They might be like, well, you're just, you know, are you trying to to get to the United States that's right so uh, one thing is obviously if the U.S. company cannot pay initially the foreign entity can pay that salary or some of it um, but usually yeah that that's what that would be my advice 